0: This is Black Pearl Marketplace, linking 15 minutes of local, national to global news from a Black American, African, and Caribbean perspective. Black Pearl Marketplace, blackpearlmarketplace.com incorporates group economics in our show. I'm your co-host, Linda C. Shaw. Black Pearl Marketplace introduces music from near and far, world music, to Afrobeat, Jazz, and r Tonight's playlist can be located on Anchor FM and our YouTube channel, blackpearlmarketplace.com. Intro music, Rokia Traore. Project Roots Concert, Realization. Bubakar Traore, Hona. Music Spotlight, Alan Toussaint. Southern Nights. Music Spotlight Sponsors, Symphony of Sound, LLC, Cognitive Prototyping, Eating Clean with Ra, and the Green Journey Series. BlackProMarketplace.com
1: on Anchor FM is not only a talk show, we are a business cooperative of black creatives that host weekend events, speaker series, online shopping, and more from a local and international Black American and African and Caribbean perspective.
0: Sponsors, Cognitive Prototyping, Eating Clean with Raw, Symphony of Sound LLC, and the Green Journey Series. Music Spotlight, Alan Toussaint.
1: I love New Orleans. The culture, the people, and the music. Today's show, The Magic of Alan Toussaint. Songwriter, producer, arranger, born in Girtown. His death was November the 9th, 2015, age 77. His songs read like a who's who's list. From the Pointer Sisters, yes you can, Ken, why don't you if you wanna, you remember that one? Or how about, working on the coal mine, going down, downtown. My favorite was Ernie Cato's version of, Mother's in law mother-in-law. Now when I first heard of Alan Toussaint, it, I didn't even know it was his music. It was via Glen Campbell. The popular song was Southern Nights by Alan Toussaint.
0: Cultures and Traditions, sponsored by Anchor Radio. Here's a culture and tradition fact on New Orleans. In 1786,
1: Governor Don Estefan Miro prohibited Creole women of color from displaying excessive attention to their dresses, to themselves, to their hair? So the Tinian law required women of color to cover their hair with a knotted headdress. The hope was to settle white men's desire from looking at our women. Our queens did respect the law, but oh, how beautifully knotted headdresses were! Hats were placed on top, ribbons, brooches, beads, scarves, lavishly worn. And you see a connection to present day, then and now, we're still dealing with issues of our
0: hair. Hmm, food for thought. Just food for thought. In the news segment, with youth reporters, and parents of whose Magazine. News, a youth publication special report. What happened at school? Who invented the stoplight? Understanding group economics. Who invented dry cleaning process? Editorial, food for thought, hurricane preparation. Sit tight and be at ease as we take you into the news and information segment this segment, Who's
2: News, News for Black Pro
1: Marketplace. There's always excitement when myself and Linda gets a chance to work with our reporters on Zoom for Who's News. Tonight, we have our three reporters from Colorado, Jade, Trinity, and Nala, who turned in this
2: special report on various topics. Let's take a listen. It's about, uh, this guy is a black inventor. Um, his name is Thomas L. Jennings.
3: All right, let me see your face. I can't see you. Oh, you need to There you go. Thomas L. Jennings was, so this was in New York in
2: 1991. He was the first black man to receive a patent. The patent was awarded for his discovery of the process of dry scouring. In his early twenties, he became a a tailor but opened a dry cleaning business.
3: While running into the scouring, he invented a dry cleaning process
2: called dry scouring.
3: In the last story we did, I introduced talking about your Aunt Rose being excited about Jade going back to school and Jade talking about, she was excited. And here we now have another reality, which is, what is the reality, Jade, is that you went to school and now you can't go back because of what? Because a kid got the COVID-19. And it's not saying you have it, it's, it's because you're in quarantine, right? Right. So it's like it's all over from the beginning again, right? Yeah. yeah. So, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel okay. Well, let me ask you.
0: Jane, no, tell her how you feel. Tell like me how that makes you feel, baby.
2: Feel. I, tell her
0: how you feel. How that made you feel that you were in school, but now you have to stop because one of your friends
2: got sick. I feel okay, because be, right now I'm at home, and I really don't like
3: it when I'm at home. You don't really like it. Like, it when, like I do, kind of like it when I'm at home. But you really would like to be at school. Yeah. Okay. So let me tell you something. When 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 you told me this, that just happened, right? Mm-hmm. I'm concerned. I'm concerned for you, and I'm here in New Orleans, and I'm concerned for you because it wasn't the school that did it. It was somebody who brought their their daughter or son to school. Mm-hmm who didn't know that their child had COVID-19, right? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: The reality of COVID-19 has placed this virus in a delicate dance as it affects seeing an increase of cases, including children. This was not what we wanted to hear, right? There's more to this story that includes a parental reaction and community
0: discussion. Stay tuned for the next show. I'm Black Pro Marketplace with Who's Magazine. Need to hear these interviews? Who invented the stoplight?
2: Hi, my name is Jade. I'm seven years old. I'm a reporter for his News for Black Pearl Marketplace. My FYI is about Garrett Morgan. Garrett Morgan was an African-American born on March fourth, 1877 in Cleveland, Ohio. He was the first African American in Cleveland, Ohio, to own a car. Morgan Patton, the traffic signal, in 1923, it had a T-shaped design. There were three positions, stop, go, and all directions, stop. His invention helped save lives. It gave people time to slow down. Later, the rights were purchased by General Electric.
1: In the news, understanding cooperative economics. Now, it can sound complicated, but truth be told, black folks have been practicing group economics for a very long time. Here's an interview that sheds light by author of Collective Courage, Jessica Gordon Nimbrot. Jessica Gordon is an economist professor John J. College of Criminal Justice in New York. Her interview will be with Laura Sanders on The Laura Sanders Show.
2: I was working actually with the Children's Defense Fund in Washington, D.C. We were trying to figure out family-friendly economic development policies, satisfy all the sort of values of sharing and democracy and family supporting and all that kind of stuff. And I realized that a friend of mine had been working on Du Bois's philosophy about uh, cooperative economics. So I kind of gave him a call, then we decided to write an article about why cooperative economics would actually be a good economic
0: strategy. The Dry Cleaning Process
2: Hi, my name is Trinity and I'm a reporter for Who's News on Black Pearl Marketplace. I'm nine years old and had to go back to remote learning. So I'm bringing you a special report on Thomas L. Jennings. Thomas L. Jennings was born free in New York City in 1791. He was the first black man to receive a patent. And why is this important? It is important because he has the legal right to keep others from making, using, or selling his invention. The patent was awarded for his discovery of the process of dry scouring. He became a tailor but opened a dry cleaning business. While running his business, he invented a dry cleaning process called dry scouring. Jennings was 30 years old when he received his patent on March 3rd, 1831, US Patent 3306. Jennings became assistant secretary for the first annual convention of the people in color in Philadelphia. He died February 12, 1850, in New York City.
1: Editorial Food for Thought Hurricane Preparation many of us myself included who live in tropical areas or where there is a mass of water have come to realize that hurricanes is part of our daily life especially during hurricane season as in new orleans now we have had in our area let's see there's been Cristobal Marcos Laura Beta Delta Etta fizzled out, but that Hurricane Laura did the most damage to the neighboring parishes in New Orleans, or should I say the neighboring parishes in Louisiana. New Orleans, we didn't get touched until Hurricane Zeta, a Hurricane 2 category, causing over 2 million customers with no electricity for three, five, 10 days. In some cases, people complained even longer. But the truth be told, there is no human kindness. It appears to me after a natural disaster, specifically after a hurricane. Now, let me give you an example of how I believe the human spirit or human kindness seems to evaporate from natural disasters. For example, in New Orleans, a woman had parked her older car on the street during the storm. At some point during the hurricane, three transformers had fallen on her car, leaving her car, of course, totally demolished, smashed, and crushed. In her attempt to alert Entergy, our Louisiana service provider, she asked if the transformers be removed. Good idea, right? And quickly, they were removed. However a snail's taste kind of came into play with energy when the service provider i'll make this story real short they did not compensate the car owner for her damaged car that was caused by energy's transformer didn't offer her anything now that's one topic the other topic imagine natural disasters that have taken place now we've seen hurricanes hit um, nicaragua We've seen them hit um, British Honduras and other places. Even while we speak, there are other natural, beautiful storms being formed out in the ocean. It seems the most harmful is the human spirit towards how we really care about each other. Even with all these natural disasters, there are people who still continue to take advantage of those who can't sin for themselves by creating false, charities that never get to the people, or in the case I just presented, a major company could literally just provide some sort of assistance, right? That's my my belief some sort of assistance, some acceptance, some acknowledgement, some recognizing each other in this fog of COVID-19. Our daily lives have now changed. We are more homebound than we ever were. We're raising our children. We're taking care of our families. We're seeing our loved ones. We're tending to our loved ones. In addition to the natural disaster, there's another disaster of the human spirit. Even with all of this, we still don't see to get, that just being alive and having someone is really an amazing gift. May we stay humble and blessed during these times. Next Short History Moment, sponsored by Who's Magazine, a youth publication featuring youth reporters from Colorado. Hey, and a special thank you to the parents who have volunteered to assist us.
2: Hi, I'm Nala and I'm doing a special report on Who's News on Black Pro Marketplace. I'm nine years old and I'm bringing you a report on Harriet Tubman, who was named Moses on her Underground Railroad. She was called Moses because she set the slaves free. On September 17, 1849, Harriet escaped from her Maryland plantation. From there, she became a famous conductor on her Underground Railroad. The Underground Railroad was a group of people who secretly helped slaves. Harriet helped more than 300 slaves because she was brave, strong, and determined. She became a conductor. A conductor is a leader who plans to escape and takes care of the slaves until they reach freedom. She took slaves from the south to free northern states or to Canada. By 1860, Tubman made 19 trips to the south. She was never caught, and none of the slaves she helped to free them were caught either. When the Civil War began in 1861, Harriet helped the Union Army during the war. She was a nurse, a cook, a scout, and a spy. Harriet died in 1913 when she was 93 years old.
1: Want to follow us? Do so by joining us at BlackPearlMarketplace.com on YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook. Thank you for your time and keeping us in mind with 15 minutes of news and information you can use from a black American, African, and Caribbean perspective. Show sponsors a symphony of sound, cognitive prototyping, and eating clean with raw. Show producers the green journeys for blackpromarketplace.com. Associate producer, co-host, and main editing engineer, Linda C. Shaw, in Denver, Colorado. Computer tech and support assistant, Soraya Muhammad, in New Orleans. And cognitive prototyping for internet support and troubleshooting. Who's Magazine a Youth Publication for our Youth Report Update. Thank you, Black Pearl Marketplace, linking one black pearl at a time to create an economic change in life.